Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, I want to ask you this question. What is harder psychologically, trading with a small account or a big account? It's a very interesting question, and the internet gave me some great feedback. By the way, if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you follow me on social media at AkilStokesRTM. Watch out for the fakes out there. If I ever DM you or ask you for money or send you a weird message that says, hey, how's your trading? It is not me. Please report. Please send me a screenshot. That way I can report as well. So this morning, as I usually do with most mornings, I spend some time going through the social media posts that I posted the day before, looking at the comments, reading the comments, and responding to them, right? I say it each and every video, guys. Leave me a comment. I promise I will read it. I promise I will respond. That's something I did since day one and something I continue to do today. Because again, if you guys take the time to ask a question or leave an opinion, it's only right that I take the time in return to give one back to you. And I got a comment this morning. I'm not sure if it was a, a spammy one or a legit one. You, you never know if these things, right? The robots are getting smarter and smarter. But it was a comment under a micro post I put out about trading for prop firms and, and, and some of the, the things you need to do in order to be, you know, not just prepared from a technical and a trading perspective, but from a, a mental and a psychological perspective as well. And the comment basically said that once you are trading with more money, right, a larger sum of capital, it gets easier to handle the psychological battles. And it, it was a head scratcher. I scratched my head for a minute because I have a certain opinion on that. But I'm also smart enough to or, or down to earth enough to know that my opinion isn't the opinion of everyone. So I did what I usually did. I have a great network of traders out there on, on many different resources across the Internet. And I threw it out there. I threw out the poll question. What do you think is psychologically harder, trading with a small account or trading with a large account? And it's still early in the poll, only been up for a few hours, but so far it's basically been a 50-50 split, which is really interesting. And there's also a lot of comments from people wanting to know why or never thinking about it. And well, that's the reason that we do these podcasts. Now, I can tell you my initial opinion, right? My initial opinion on the situation, and it's because I've personally been through both, is that trading with a large amount of money is more difficult from a mental and psychological perspective than a small amount of money, at least in my experience. Now, I also have to remember that my experience is a little bit different because I went from someone who traded with a small amount right away to trading with basically 20 times the amount that I initially had. So it was a big jump. It's very similar to the stories you hear about professional athletes. And, you know, it's always said out there, a lot of professional athletes go broke and they, they mismanage their money. And the reason for that isn't because they're dumb, isn't because they're stupid. Uh, yes, maybe they're not financially educated or financially responsible. And those are bigger pictures that we're dealing with here in the world as far as education goes. But the biggest thing is because many of these professional athletes come from places where they've never had money. So as soon as they get to a position where they go from not having everything, having all these desires, these wants, these needs, I, I wish I could have this or these dreams. When I get older, I'm going to try and afford this, right? The big list of things that they want but cannot have, as soon as they're put in a position where they can have them, what do you think they do? They go out there and they get it right away. There was a, a famous basketball player named Dwight Howard, and he was famous for kind of this candy obsession he had where he'd have like 
bags and bags of Skittles in his car. And they're like, why do you do that? He's like, well, as a kid, I never got to eat candy. We can never afford like stuff like that. So as soon as I made money, I just bought all the candy that I never got to have. And he developed this sweet tooth. But the point is, when we go from a situation where we don't have a lot of money to a massive amount of money, um, it, it becomes different. We act different. And in some cases, like these professional athletes, you start spending it recklessly and, and, and doing bad things with it. In other aspects, like in my personal trading experience, I got extremely scared. Right now, I did get scared for two reasons, and this is why I say my situation is a little bit different. I went from trading my own personal account, which had a, a small amount of money in there, like $5,000, right after kind of losing a bunch of it to the market, to basically managing over a quarter mil, so over $250,000, and managing it for other people. And yes, a lot of the psychological, you know, kind of warfare to battles came from, you know, trading someone else's money. And in this example of the question, it, it talked about trading with a prop firm and technically that is someone else's money. And, and that's why I want to kind of I, I thought this example would be relevant. Um, but it's also seeing the, the daily ticks up and down and relating that to a monetary figure. So when I was trading my small account, I was basically trading what, like, too many lots, right? So each time the market moved up a pip or a tick, it'd be plus $2 or down $2, right? So if I had like a a 50 pip stop loss on a trade, right? Maybe I lost, right, $100 or something like that, right? Not a big deal, right? Well, a big deal for me at the time because it was a, lo a loss, but it wasn't kind of a game changer, right? You fast forward to a point where you're maybe trading instead of $2, just to give an example, $20, per tick, per pip, all of a sudden, right, a trade goes against you by one pip, you're down 20, you're down 40, you're down 60, you're down 80, right? Your stop loss could be another 50 something pips away and you're already experiencing the same type of loss feeling that a full loss would have experienced on your lower account. And it's tough to deal with that, right? We always say, don't look at your PL, don't look at the monetary aspect of it, process over outcome, and, and that's great. The reality is in the back of our head, we know exactly what's happening on the charts. We know exactly how much is at risk. We know exactly how much we're up when we're up. We know exactly how much we're down when we're down. We try to ignore it. We force ourselves to focus on the process because we know that bigger picture, the process is gonna give us the results that we want. But in the back of our mind, we know what's happening and that can play a toll. And when that does play a toll, you start making mistakes, right? Not only are you dealing with the pressure of losing a, a massive amount of money, right? More money than you've probably ever seen at, at one time or that you've ever risked on a single trade. Not only are you dealing with that, but you're also losing money that doesn't belong to you, which is a lot harder. So in my personal experience, I've always been okay risking my own money. I've always uh, struggled trading other people's money because they don't necessarily understand the ebbs and flows of an equity curve. There, it's, it's always easier to put something at risk that you personally own versus you know someone else's, right? Think about it like driving a car, right? You drive your car a completely different way than you would drive a friend's car. You drive your car, if you scratch it or you wreck it, Eh, not a big deal. If you drive your friend's car and you scratch it and you wreck it, a really big deal. It reminds me of the comfort that I had when I went over to London and I uh, got a car rental. And, and usually here in the US, right, whenever I rent a car, I say, I don't get any of that insurance stuff, right? I'm fine. I trust my driving. I don't need those extra add-ons. You're just trying to get more money out of me. When I went to London, boy, oof, 
I add, I give me all of it. Give me all of the protection, right? Between driving on the other side of the car, other side on the road. I, I did not trust that that truck was coming back. So I said, give me all the protection because I might wreck this bad boy. So it's a different type of feeling. So the question is, well, how come half, this is my personal thoughts, obviously, but how come half of the people out there say that, well, psychologically, it's a little bit harder trading a smaller account size. And a lot of this has to do with our mindset and how we approach trading. And I've dealt with traders, I've been teaching traders for over 15 years now, so I know exactly how this goes. There is a small minority of traders that have the right mindset about what it takes to be a consistently profitable trader, have a realistic expectation of what can be achieved from the market. The greater majority has the wrong expectations. And the right expectation is this, you should be worried about percentages. If you start with a $100 account, if you start with a $1,000 account, if you start with a $10,000 account, it doesn't matter. Your focus should be on what is your return on investment percentage. And your only goal is to execute that percentage. How do you make more money? Well, simply by compounding, right? Simply by exponential growth, simply by growing your account. If you can return the same percentage you did with a $100 account as a $1,000 account as a $10,000 account, you're going to be in business. However, the majority of traders don't think that way. The majority of traders believe that, hey, when I have a smaller account, I have to do more because, man, I made a 50% return with this $100 account, but the 50% return of this $100 account was only $50. And $50 isn't that big of a deal, right? In reality, if you make a 50% return, right, and imagine you do that same percentage return on a $10,000 account, that's a hell of a year. But most people don't think like that. They think with dollar signs instead of percentage signs. So they feel this pressure where they have to do more with less. Because I'm trading less, I have to do more. I have to achieve the same return on investment, monetarily speaking, that I would with a $1,000 account with my $100 account. So they have this pressure to do more. They have this pressure to win more, to lose less. And when you're dealing with that pressure, it opens up the door to more mistakes. But from a psychological perspective, I can certainly see why it becomes more difficult because you're in a situation, rather, you're putting yourself in a situation where no matter what you do, it will never be good enough. So you're working hard, you're working hard, you're working hard, and no matter what you do, it's never gonna be enough. So you always have this pressure. It's kind of like children that come, that, that wanna please their, their parents, but their parents don't ever give them any positive feedback. So they keep doing more and more, and their parents are just like, eh, right? They're just constantly getting defeated, 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 and they feel this pressure, and it has a massive effect on them longer term, psychologically. So. I can see the case for both parties. I can see the case why many people are half in the case of these polls think it's psychologically harder to trade with a small account. I can see the case for people who say it's psychologically more difficult to trade with a bigger account. The truth is it's there's no real answer. It's going to be up to you as a person, right? Bigger picture, the goal however should be this. The goal should be not to worry about what's harder, small account, bigger account psychologically. The goal should be to work on your trading psych, work on your mind state, work on your mindset both in and out the markets so you could be in a position where you're really locked in on the process and not the outcome. If you do that and if you make the full focus of your trading to 
execute the plan, execute the plan, execute the plan, not worry about any individual trade, not necessarily worry about P&L, then you're going to be in a position where you have conquered your emotions. And when I say conquer your emotions, I mean, you don't get rid of your emotions. We are human beings. We still have emotions for better or for worse, but we've put up a divider. We no longer let our emotions affect our decision making. So even if you have that psychological pressure, it doesn't affect your actions in the market. And when your actions aren't affected in the market, you're more likely to follow your plan. And when you're more likely to follow your plan, well, you're more likely to get the results that you intend on getting. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Again, I'd love to hear your feedback. It's really early in the polls. So I don't know how these things are gonna shift, but obviously I have my bias. I think I've been doing this long enough to see both sides of the story. But if you have an opinion or a story you wanna share, let me know, hit me up on social media, leave a comment under this video on the YouTube channel, and who knows, maybe it'll turn into another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. All right, take care.